your short track racing connection. Broadcasting from the Claremont Motorsports Park Studios, this is the Turn 4 Podcast. Look for us every Tuesday where all major podcasts are found. Like us on Facebook at Turn 4 Podcast. And now, DJ and Zach, take it away. Green, green, green. Your short track. That's my bad. Here we go. We got it. We're back at it. Yeah. A little miscue. It's the back story. Like we never left. Yeah. Welcome to the shit show. Yeah. It's a uh, story of my day. I uh, yeah. just got back from vacation, so I had to deal with the week of... <laughs> all the shit that didn't get done so it's been it's been a day ladies and germs yeah uh 80s night at the park friday night yeah nobody else dressed up nearly as good as i did i don't know dude well yeah dressed dressed up dude, some of those mullets some of those mullets are pretty good yeah they they weren't i mean no pretty good. I, i'm glad that the kid from the high school there Kane. got some love yeah. there had had the football team not been there, that would have been a, a a walk away. I know. And then I think it post race foot race disqualification probably yeah, should have taken place. But I think the funniest for anybody that wasn't here, so the, it was eighties night. So uh, Toby comes up with this thing that we're going to do a mullet contest. Yeah. So Steve Miller Jr. hands down, easiest hands down has yeah. the best head of lettuce in the entire pit area Friday hands night. Down. He gets a lot of cheers. Your high school kid there gets the football team. So it was pretty close. I mean, it was pretty good. We had another guy out there. And if you listen to this, I apologize. But the dude with the with the mullet that had the bald spot on the back, yeah. he was my favorite. Yeah. Like, the only thing he was missing was, like, a five-time Winston Cup, like, Dale Earnhardt hat. Mm-hmm. Like, not even new enough to be a seven-time champion hat. Like, that's all that dude was missing. <laughs> Like I pictured that dude getting into his Trans Am with T tops and a, like a bald eagle on the back or something, but majestic. So they so they they called your high school football player and yeah. Steve Miller Steve. Jr. a tie. So they did a foot race, which was Brian's idea from the flag stand. And the funniest part of that whole thing is Steve Miller Jr. Just unzips his fire suit, <laughs> looks at Toby and grabs his gut and shakes it twice, and he's like, "Are we serious? <laughs> like, are we for real right now?" He's a big boy. And then we threw the green, and he grabbed a hold of that little kid and. <laughs> Hell off for dear life. Kane was also in Crocs too, you know. Hey, sometimes you got to put that shit in the four wheel drive. Yeah, I mean, heard. I mean, can't can't be out there racing. It's still a good time. The boys had a great time. So you can't race that shit in two wheel squeal. Sorry, boys and girls. The team had a good time. Good. No, that's all that mattered. I mean, again, I think it was a great thing for the track to do the whole you know ten dollars and they were in for free and I I thought that was a cool little promo. You got quite a few football players, man. I think we had. I think the final count at, at like at the end when everybody got there was eighteen. That's and not I bad. I think I only had one that had been here prior. Prior. That's cool. So um, it was cool. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the action. 602 Dirt Mods. We'll touch on that one first. That was a walk away. Uh, as soon as Tim LaDuke was going to start on the pole, you pretty much even Tanner yeah. Siemens made the comment. He's like, it, it was over. Yeah. Like it was over. Yeah. Uh, so LaDuke was the runaway, green to checkered, won it. Tanner Siemens finished second. Jeff Parker up from Havertown, Pennsylvania, finishes in the top three. And the other shout-out I got to give is to the 100 car of Roger Lebrec that came out of St. Remy, Quebec. Dude, that is – I mean, what is that? Probably th- a three-hour – Three-and-a-half hours, three I think, is what hour. he said. Yeah. That's crazy. Not dude. good at the English. No? Not good. Yeah, that's all right. He doesn't need to be good at the English. French, French-Canadian. Love it. Hard. Love it. All right, so let's dive into the Lavalley Building Supply 
pure stocks. Okay. So the Massachusetts missile JD. gets it done again. Yeah, draws the pole, draws the pin, right? But we're, we're going to hash this out for a minute. Okay. So I had to deal with a couple people, and not just one. It was several yep. in the grandstands yep. that apparently did not listen to the episode a few weeks ago and need a refresher on how the fucking oh, handicap system yeah. works. Okay, you don't need to be so aggressive. I do. So it is a three-week average. Yeah. Okay? Low score gets you to start up front. Yeah. High score, you start in the back. Yep. You get 50 points for a win on a. That's your points. Like, that's what you get towards the point system and the handicap system. Right. So, when you have a car that finishes fifth, sixth, and seventh, you're talking 42 points, 40 points, and 38 points. Mm-hmm. Well, when JD breaks the transmission, yep. breaks a hub, yep. and then wins, that's like 16, 18, and 50. Right. I went to Stevens, still okay at math. I know that an 18, a 16, and a 50 is still less than 340s. Fair. So he gets to draw the pin. So there was some heckling. There were some a few comments that, you know, we're trying to give him race wins. We're trying to give away the championship. We have our favorites, yada, yada, yada. Really? Oh, God, dude, I'm telling you right now, it's great. You should really come stand in that announcer's tower for one Friday night. Yeah, hard pass. Yeah. Hard pass. Okay. So that's how the handicap system works. So now, this coming week, he's got a 50. He's got a 50, and he's got a 18, we'll call it, for whatever he got that night he broke the hub. Yeah. So there's going to be some guys that get to start ahead of them, and there's still going to be guys that haven't won or haven't topped in the top three, but if they finish fourth, fifth, and sixth, may still start behind him. Right. If he gets up and gets another win, that's 350. There ain't nobody besides anybody that hasn't been here that's going to start behind him. Yeah. And I was correct. You do get penalized if you're not here for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, I. It's a 75. It's right? a 75. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, which obviously helps the guys that show up week in and week out. Da 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 da. Anybody that does not understand that explanation was welcomed into Heather's Tower on any given Friday night to go off, and she would love <laughs> to explain the handicap system to anybody else that is still confused. Uh, we should call her and just have her give us a breakdown of it. Yep. Uh, so oh no, she wants to do confused. it face to face. Oh, She's got oh, a few wow, people that she'd actually like to grab a hold of face to face to explain it to them. Yep. Um. I, I I'll let her tell who those are. I won't. Yeah, I, I won't explain it. Like I understand it. I couldn't explain it. And again, and again, I understand. So like, and some of the other gripe is right. So like, back in the eighties and nineties, if you want to race, there was no way in hell you were starting better than eighth, tenth, twelfth, whatever right. it may be. Right. There was conversation on the one way race where that the drivers listened to that that may be the case next year. Well, that's how Jack McClay got his nickname, right? Back of the back pack, of the pack, Jack, Jack McClay. So the joke was that the track will probably end up calling it the JD Stockwell rule because he wins and then gets to start on the pole, and he had the biggest gripe all year about the handicap system. So it may be the JD Stockwell rule where he gets to start tenth or back. And listen, my other thing is too is this, and I'm going to leave this, and then we'll end this whole discussion. That's a 15-year-old kid behind the wheel. Yeah. That's that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> at the end of the day, that is a 15-year-old kid behind the wheel of that race car. Right. Aiden is a 17-year-old kid behind the wheel of that race car. Right. Colton Martin is a 13-year-old kid behind the wheel of that race car. Yeah. You want somebody to yell at? Yell at the Jarrettsall gang of fucking Bruce Jaycox. Why? Because he could take it. <laughs> Oh, oh, I see, I see. You know what I mean? Not that like, they did anything wrong. No. I'm just saying that they're adults. Adults, like I that's, see what you're it, you know, whatever. But it wasn't a bad race. It was good. Uh, poor Andrea St. Amor got into some oil, spun up, and caused a caution from the second position. And then uh, Aiden White and Zach Richardson put on one heck of a battle for second and third there towards the end of the laps. 
Yeah. Um, so I thought I thought Aiden screwed himself by going to the going to the top. Man, I had to laugh. Right. So what do we call Zach Rich? High wide and handsome, Mister High wide and handsome. And what did he do to Aiden White? Made him go high wide yeah. and handsome to get around him. Yeah. So again, I get to listen. I get privy to listening to some of the conversations before we go hot mic down there. And Zach basically looked at him and he's like, "Hey, no way in hell I was gonna let you get to the bottom because <laughs> yeah. it was gonna be over quicker than yeah. what it was." Yeah. And in Aiden, it was nothing but smiles, man. He he thought that was the world of that. It was a good run. Yeah. Uh, Colton Martin comes home fourth, and Chris Chambers, who I believe is still your points leader, has yeah. still yet to win a race, but is leading points. Though. Consistency counts. Yeah. Uh, six shooters. Yeah. This one was a little interesting. Yeah. So we had nine cars on property. Yeah. Ten cars on property. Ten, right? Ten. Uh, we started six. Yeah. A um, little bit of an altercation during the heat race between two guys. So he was parked for the night because he tried to take out said car three, four, four times, five times. I'll be honest. I didn't get to watch the heat. Oh, yeah. I was no. collecting all the players at the front gate. Yeah, so. no, he uh, he took a swing at that other guy four or five times in mm-hmm. like two or three laps um, and, and didn't make it work. Like if you're going to at least intentionally try to wreck somebody, wreck them. It was that bad. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he drove down into turns three and four and lifted the back wheels of that car up off the ground. Went down into one and two, did the same thing. Tried to right rear him, tried to left rear him. Just couldn't couldn't do it. Huh. So that entire family packed up and went home. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it was. So we had six cars. Uh, the Space Cowboy gets it done. Second place, Robert Shaw, the Renegade, comes home second. And the gangster love Steve Miller Jr. rounds out the top three. Yep. Um, Ryan Nelson came out of, I believe he's a Hudson regular, came down and tried out the track for the first time. He finished fourth. So a little bit uneventful, but um, now the one everybody wants to talk about. Well, there's a couple that we want to talk about. but In City Sugar Shack mini stocks. This is, yeah, this is this the, is the big, big elephant in the room. So the winner on the track was not who got the first place points and the first place trophy at the end of the day. Yeah. Okay. So Braden Morey took the win. Braden Morey was, I won't call it a walk away to win that, but he had five car lengths, six car lengths before he spun. Uh, Yeah, about Give that. or take, right? Give or take, yeah. Down to three, up to six. Like, <clears throat> yeah. He had that race pretty much in the bag over Nick Hool. Mm. Caution comes out because Braden spins, so he gets put back to fifth. Yeah. Which, neither here nor there. Again, another story behind that, but besides the point. So he's back to fifth. There's four cars on the lead lap. He's sitting fourth, but restarts fifth. He gets to Nick's rear bumper realistically coming to the white flag, I'd call it. Coming to three and four, coming to the white flag, he was within striking distance. Yeah. Fair? Uh, Yeah, fair. Down into turn one, and this is my opinion. This is not the racetrack's opinion. This is not Zach's opinion, and I'll let him give it afterwards. Yeah. In live timing, it looked like he was not there, and he made a very late move to get down there, and they got into each other. Then they drag race down the backstretch. Hooley tried to pinch him down. I don't blame him. Braden left his nose in there. I don't blame him. And Braden got into him. They got into each other. Hool ends up up the racetrack, and Braden wins. It's discussed after the race, after victory lane. He's penalized two spots for rough riding. Friday night me would tell you that that was the correct call from watching it live from watching it live really yes Mm. and here's my other reason 
when you walk around that pit area and you walk around the grandstands and you listen to all the bitching that has been going on about rough riding all year long and no calls being made, he finally made a call. And right, wrong, or that. indifferent, he made a call that he thought was correct. I hear you. Now, before I finish, I watched the video on Saturday morning. Yeah. We do not have the luxury of getting a replay no. right after it happens. Correct. That's You see it once live. You have to take two or three minutes, make a call, and make a call. Yep. Right, wrong, or indifferent on what your opinion is of that call Friday night, if he is consistent with that call the rest of the year, you can live with it. Yeah. A shitty rule is a shitty rule. A shitty call is a shitty call. But if you get the same call going both ways, it's no big deal. If you get a bad holding penalty against you, Zach, you can yeah. live with it when it's yeah. called the same. If, if it's called tight both ways, you can, you can live with it. Now, again, he made a call. He stuck by it. And I think he set a precedent Friday night of what's going to be hopefully called going for, forward. Mm-hmm. Again, video replay on Saturday morning. Eh. He made a late he late he made a late entry. Don't get me wrong. He he dove it down in there Going into one. The win. Going for the win. I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah. Again, looking at the video. Here's my pushback to that. That's the same move Nick made on Greg Millett. Same move. As a from from me sitting as a fan sitting there watching that race, this is my thought process. That's the same move so, Nick made on Greg Millett. And here's going to be my only argument to that. Okay. My only argument. I'm open for yeah, that. Watch, open for watching it live the night that Hooley pulled it on Greg, I felt like Hooley was more into the position than what Braden was. From my angle in the announcer's tower going into one, it looked like Braden was at the rear tire, maybe. Definitely at the rear deck lid. Where when Hooley made the move, it looked like the right front went into Millette's door, which with no spotters in containment seats, that is where you are considered to have the position, is at the door. Again, just live. I, I see. I see. Spitballing here see of what, what I see live from the announcer's tower. That's the only difference that I can tell you. I will say that that race was a fantastic race. Both, every, those. The whole division itself put on a good race, but specifically those top three guys, that was a crazy finish to watch. And it was like super exciting. Um, uh, again, I, I guess, I, I, I guess I don't know, maybe I'm wrong or I'm in the minority of this whole thing, but to me, it looked like that was the move or was reminiscent of the move that Nick and Greg Correct. had been pulling on each other you know, for two, three weeks, right? We watched that. We watched that one week where Hool sent that thing into oh, yeah. fifth dimension mm-hmm. to to grab that win from Greg, right? Um, now I heard about everything that happened after, like like totally after the fact, right? Yeah, we won't get into too much of that. Yeah, I mean, it's not really, for, for, I guess, for it's, us to, to speak, and it's about not it, relevant to what ha- it, it's it not. Kind of, it's not all a rel- it, It's yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't need. We don't need to spray everybody's dirty laundry out on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's not. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Um, I'm just saying it, it's tough because Braden and Nick battled. Yep. You know, um, I, what I don't understand is where did what did they have the finish as like on the track? On the track, it was Braden, Maury, Nick, Hool, Skyler, Shippy. Okay, so Braden gets. 
bump, bump down to two third. to third. So Shippy goes to second. Correct. Gets, okay. Okay. So he was penalized two positions for rough riding, which is pretty standard. Is that standard? It's yeah, that two, was going to be my next question. Two positions is pretty standard. So usually, you know, it, it's one of two things, right? So like what a lot of guys and girls don't get to hear on race night is there is a one-way communication for most of those divisions. So there's been times this year where somebody has roughed somebody up. Yeah. And the race director comes over and says, you better give that spot back. Otherwise you're getting penalized two two positions. The next time we're on a yellow. Okay. I didn't know. And that it happens. Happened. And yeah. they, it's happened a handful of times this year. Yeah. And the guy usually backs off, lets the driver go down in front of him and tries to go around him again. Okay. So two spots is kind of pretty standard. Okay. Some racetracks will actually put you to the tail of the lead lap cars. Yeah. Which would obviously be a bigger detriment. Yeah. Uh, again, you hate to say it during this race, he would have gone from first to four. So it would have been a three position penalty instead of a two position penalty. Heard. But like street stock race, that would have been from like first to like fucking 14th. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's just for sure it is what it is. And, and again, I'm not, the, we are not the ones making the call. Nope. Somebody's got to make the call. Thank God. It's not me making the yeah. call. And he made the call and, and the he call stuck. And, call. And the good thing is, you know what I mean? I, it has, has no bearing and yeah. again like i said i'm not involved in it friday, i'm just a fan friday night i thought it was the right call like i said watching it watching it live i, I felt like it was the right call watching video eh, maybe again i'm not the one with that headset on yeah i'm not I. the one that's going to be making that call nope. ever and i don't want to hard pass yeah because no matter what 50 50 right as a race director if yeah. you leave 50 percent are happy with it 50 percent are pissed off you had, you had a good night that's the thing um the only thing i will say is I bet the next time the mini stocks are here, a few more people might show up just to see what happens. It was super exciting, dude. Yeah. Super exciting. It was and a great it, race. Great and then finish. you had some verbal bashing going on in the post-race interviews. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's... it's yeah. it, it, was, it was not minced for words, that's for sure. I mean, it was very well they known on that... A show in in Hooli. I, I love you, right? This is just me just giving a, a breakdown, right? I'm not taking sides with anybody. Yeah, no. It's just what I saw, you know but I'm an idiot. I'm just a, I'm just an idiot behind a microphone. So. And again, so is some of it and, and not saying I'm thinking as Braden or for Braden. Yeah. Braden's had a pile of bad luck this year. Dude, so much bad right? luck. It's insane. So he's finally there spins out coming off a of four with two to go is some of that frustration versus if he had had consistent runs all year long and he's right in the thick of things for the points, like one or two back. That move, that, that move, move into one may be different. You know what I mean? If he's, Maybe. if he's got two or three wins on the year and he's five points back or five points ahead, that move might be different going down into turn one. That's a good point. That's a good point. Where, again, not that it makes it right or wrong, Hooli, at this point, pretty much if he shows up every week, it's wrapped it, up. It's right? wrapped up. Yeah, I mean, right. he's like fucking 80 points ahead of yeah, second I place. Say, like, I knew it was a lot. So he can make that move because he doesn't need to worry about points. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Same as Braden. Braden at this point knows he's not going to be the champion. So why not throw it in there? It's a frustrating year. You want to go for wins. Like I, I wholeheartedly see both sides of the coin. Yeah. But again, I wasn't behind the wheel. And by the way, this is not track bashing too. No, nope. I saw those posts pop up. About oh my God. It was terrible, man. No, I just meant like the tracks that are closing right now. There's a bunch of them. There's a whole slew of tracks just shutting mm -hmm. down because they can't deal with you know, people bashing them and it, you know what I mean? Financially, it doesn't make sense to stay open. So that's not us track bashing. It's just what I saw. No, it's just a call. I mean, it's just one it's call, one call from 
seven races Friday night that we're discussing. And again, yeah. it'll probably still be discussed Friday night when they roll into town. It's just, it, it is what it is. Probably. I mean, and then you had, so the Ari Hinkley street stocks, we had a first time oh, winner. Did you see uh real quick? Did you see Hooli put his car up for sale? He did. If anybody wants a rocket ship, that's the one. There's your rocket ship right there. Hey, man, Greg Millette, really the one and two. Greg put that thing up, too? Gre Greg's car has been for sale on and off for like the last six weeks. Really? Yeah. If anybody's trying to get in the mini stocks, those two really fast hot rods, reach yeah. out to him. Hopefully, that means Hooli's stepping up the street. I stocks. hope so. Me, too. We need him in the street <laughs> stock division. So then we'll talk about the street stock division. We had a first-time winner. Dude. The Hurricane. Kid was on a rail, Yeah, man. he had a good night. Nobody was touching that kid. He had a good night. Insane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got out and out front, out ran green slit. Yeah. In green slit's all right. Yeah. In the cougar. Yeah. Beat in him the in cougar. the cougar. Yeah. Green slit even made mention of in the, in the victory lane speech. He's just like, man, I, that guy's chased that car for years. I guess it was only right that I had to do it for one night. Yeah. How about the restart too, dude? Yeah. He was, Hayden got shot out of a goddamn cannon. Yeah, it was great. On that restart. I was great. like, oh shit. He cleared him going into one. Yeah. I was like, let's go, dude. On a rail. Yeah, he had a good night. Uh, Green Slick came home second. Sonhalter yeah. finished third. Uh, once again, him and Brandon Gray put on <laughs> a Dude. whale of a battle. How about that? How about that tangle up Brandon had with Trevor Rock in three? Yeah, we can talk about it. That was wild. What happened? You want my opinion on it? Yeah. I, I think Brandon made the move a little late. Really? I do. What did I just So I told you. No mirrors or no spotters, containment yeah. seats. You're not there until you're to the door. He hit, he hit, he That's hit it tough. He man. hit him in the left rear. Who Trevor Brandon hit Trevor in the left rear. Like that's where he started riding up was the left See, rear. From my angle, it looked like Trevor came down like, and I, so I was standing on the back stretch, like by the back stretch grandstand. And this, so this is the biggest problem right here, right? Yeah. My angle from the front stretch is a hell of a lot different Way than your angle right? from the back yeah. stretch. The angle from turn three and four was probably the clearest one you're going to get, and neither one of us was standing there. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in my, and I like Brandon, and I like Trevor. Yeah. I like both of them. But it looked like to me that when they made contact, Brandon was at the left, left rear bumper cover. Like, he wasn't even quite to the tire yet, and then he went up and in a hurry. Yeah, that was crazy. See, fr from my angle, it looked like Trevor tried to clear himself and no spotters yeah no spotters I mean? how, how are you gonna know if there's no spotter yeah you got a fucking two and a half inch peep mirror what are you gonna do you know i just i was like god damn and brandon Wild. didn't come off the track i thought for sure that car was gonna be screwed up somehow knocked a toe out flat tire or something stayed, <laughs> stayed right out there knock down trevor's lever stayed out there man yeah and had that, a good race yeah that was a good, was a good again this is not us we're not track bashing. No, yeah, no, 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 no. And I'm not well, bashing not, Brandon. We're not driver bashing. No, I'm not bashing Brandon. I, yeah. I, again, I wasn't in the rock. I wasn't in the seat. I yeah. wasn't. I, I don't know what happened. It just from my vantage point, it yeah. looked like it was just a late move. That's all. Yeah. That's all it was. I did. I. You That's need right. some excitement. You don't. That's excitement. Nobody wants to watch a, a 18 car field ride around single file fucking yeah. snooze train fest. Like yeah. nobody wants to watch that. Yeah. But at the same time, I also don't want to watch torn up race cars all night long yeah, either, which which was not the case in either of those divisions. Because yeah. again, no. when Braden and Hooley got together, nobody actually went around. Nobody actually hit the fence. Again, Everybody finished going straight. Yep. And yeah. again, the only problem with Trevor, Trevor got a left rear flat from it. 
Did he end up getting a fight? Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, he did? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, dude, I love that street stock class so much. It's competitive, man. Just a bunch of... It's competitive. Just a bunch, bunch of animals. Of wheels, dude. Just a bunch of hot rods. Bunch of animals. Uh, so, street stocks. So, last one for the house divisions, anyways. Yep. Um, and HSDRA modifieds. Yeah. The wind was a bit of a snooze fest. TJ Blow is a rocket ship. So I pronounce it TJ Blow. So I'm going to throw Nathan Wenzel under the bus. That's not how you say it. He says it's blue. I, I think he's pulling my chain just to wind up TJ. I thought it was blow. I think it is too. It's EU, right? Yeah. B-L-E-U. Yeah. He says it's blue. And this is, this is blue. Nate. You ready? This is Nate Wenzel. So if you were going to tell me it's blue, you'd say like the color blue. Right. Right. Yeah. Nate Wenzel's like, it's blue as in like blue cheese. Who the fuck? Like blue cheese. <laughs> Who the hell? What are you, Tyler, that loves blue cheese or what, Nate? Jesus Christ. Yikes. So, again, I'm going to assume it's still TJ Blow, and I think Nate Wenzel's yanking my chain here. Either way, that car was hot. It was, it was on rails. Fast. It was on rails. And then uh, the Sonopee Sandbagger and the Superman put on quite the show for second and third. Yeah, that was a battle. Uh, Martel was there for a little while, and then the car kind of faded towards the end, so he wasn't really there. And like yep. I said, I won't throw the Superman under the bus. The conversation him and I had down on the racetrack, but uh, it was a riot. He definitely did not have a problem putting on a show for second and third there. He made Brian work for every single inch that he got on that racetrack. Yeah. Which was fantastic as an yeah. announcer because TJ was checked out. Again, Andrew was there. Would fade, was there, would fade. Uh, Wenzel was a little bit further back. Beecher was a little bit further back. Uncle Jer decided to put himself in the spin cycle down on the car. Uncle Jer. Shout out to Jer. Uncle Jer. I know Tyler calls them overgrown go-karts, but that's not where you're supposed to race those things is down on the go-kart track. That's true. It's a nice look at peace though. Yeah. Um, oh, damn. It can't comes out of staff. I think so. Yeah. I think it was right? either Stafford or whatever yeah. car, but um, that's a good looking piece. You know, who has a beef with one of our sponsors is oh. Jen Martin has a beef with Corey. Really? Apparently they went down to oh, yeah, tell apparently this. they went down to Apex Racing to grab transponders uh, for the karting series. And Corey, and Corey uh I guess asked what how old Col- Colton was. Colton and them were looking at the mods out back and everything <laughs> they brought else. Brought them out back. He's like, oh, you know, you can get in one of these things if you fit. Because again, Colton's like, oh, how old do you have to be? And he's like, well, how old are you? Yeah. And Colton's like, thirteen. He goes, turns out you could now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Jim was like, oh my god. So. I mean, I don't know if they were serious, but hopefully that means Colton gets uh, gets strapped into a mod either at some point this year or next year. I hope that happens. I don't think you're going to find that it'll happen anytime soon. No, no, that's unfortunate. But it's cool. To I mean, about. to be fair, he did he did win a modified race today. Who Colton? What are you talking about? I racing. Oh, did he? Yeah. You won a mod race. High you race. won an 80 lap tour mod race at Lanier this afternoon. Well, Ma, turns out you need to stick the boy in the <laughs> mod. He had a Woody Pitcat paint job on it and Woody. he put it to the front. Yo, you want to talk about a guy that's on fire right now. Yeah, Woody Pitcat w- down there is on fire. Did the you open. see that bottom shot? I did not. I have not seen any replays Dude, or anything from that. The bottom shot he pulled to win was a thing of pure Ted Christopher. Yeah. Into the shadow realm, he sent that car. It was fantastic. That's why I love Twitter so much. Yeah, oh yeah. get recaps from everything. Um, what I, about Oswego? Did we talk about Oswego? How did Weasel do in Oswego? Well, since how the race isn't for another two weeks, probably not well. Oh, 
Where'd he go this week? Nowhere. He went down and watched dirt racing down in New Jersey. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I guess I'm an idiot. I thought Oswego was this week. My bad. No, that's uh, Labor Day weekend. Oh, oh, I just didn't want to get shit on for not talking. That is true. Uh, Again, so this does not have the dwarf car finish. They had a little bit of a rough go of it. They had to split that into two segments because... What were they saying? There's something on the track. Yeah, they they felt like there was still more oil on the track, so they weren't comfortable driving. So we put a couple divisions in between them to make sure everything was blown off and cleared off. I mean, to be fair, they do have 600cc, whatever, motorcycle engines and skinny tires and stuff, but... Um, I saw Heliwell was in one of those things. Yeah, huh? yeah. I think he's leading the points in those things. Is he? Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Uh, Classic and then the redneck Enduro, Drake Nelson, wins yeah. again. Yeah. Had a rough go of it, though. He pounded a car on the front stretch. and Yeah. How many cars did they start? It's, it's 24. Seemed, yeah, I was going to say, it didn't seem like. That's a like, pure stock race. That's, yeah. I was going to say, it didn't seem like there was a lot. No, that's uh, that's the problem, right? So we've had this conversation before. Yeah. Like, you know, when you're an enduro and there's 80 cars, you never get real full speed. Well, when there's only 24 and like seven or eight go out, you're fucking... Yeah, you're humming. Yeah, you're... Yeah. It takes a little bit bigger balls than I got. Yeah. I mean... Not not this guy. Yeah. This guy does not have that. I don't know if I do either with only 24 without a full cage. Yeah. I don't know if I can do it. Screw that. But uh, why don't we take our first commercial break? Yep. Apex Racing, located at 972 West Swansea Road in Swansea, New Hampshire, wants to remind you that their doors remain open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And don't forget that Apex Racing is a Spafco race chassis dealer. Apex Racing has brought it from all-star performance, Wildwood, Sweet, Quartermaster, Powermaster, Longacre, Campfire, Suit, Helmets, Hans Devices, and much, much more. Apex Racing, we'll see you in victory lane. Which they did. Technically, TJ Blow's car was prepared from that Apex Racing. Apex car, yep, <laughs> Put a spaff go back in victory lane is exactly what he said down in victory lane. Um, so, again, I didn't go anywhere else this weekend. I did not go watch any more racing after Friday night. Yeah, I had football. Um, I know Saturday night they had the smack tour down at Monadnock. Looks like they had a pretty decent car count uh, yep. down there. I did get to watch the high banks of Hudson Speedway on NHSTRA Live, so I watched that. Uh, I watched that unfold last night yeah. while I sat on my couch, which was pretty, pretty handy to uh, end the old vacation while watching racing. I like that they do that every now and again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I like mean, that. We've talked about it before. It'd be sweet if you could somehow get all four racetracks on one platform because I I would pay for that all day long. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it's doable. I think just having the the manpower to do it, just because all four of them are stretched across the state. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, Heliwell won in the late model sportsman last night. Yep. Uh, trying to think. I don't know who finished second. But maybe a Littlewood. One of the Littlewoods. Uh, Cole. Oh, they didn't post it. They have not posted it yet. So we're trying to. I'm trying to go off a of memory here. Actually, hold on. I think I might have looked it up on a race monitor at one point. But uh, Heliwell was in the uh, Renfrew prepared ride Sunday night. <laughs> that always helps. It, it, it does not hurt. Justin Littlewood. Justin Littlewood finished second, and Ryan Curry rounded out the top three. Courier. Uh, Benny Poland finished fourth. Radical Ricky Bly came to the pits after a tangle with a lap car, got stoved in on the right rear, came yeah. down pit road, came back up for sixth. Um their street stock race was pretty interesting. So Robbie Streeter 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is a regular down there. Yeah. Was leading. Yep. Got flat out punted from behind. So they went around late in the race. The guy that was running second, third at the time, third, fourth, wherever, third or fourth, inherited either the lead or second. They're coming down the front stretch, go to like, I don't know, one to go, two to go, whatever it was. And the whole right front assembly snapped. And he pulled off the right under caution. Like the whole right front assembly just thunk, gone. I'm like, well, that's interesting. That's, uh, that sucks. Yeah. So he pulled off. Uh, so again, Chris Schroeder, again, I know there was a disqualification and I don't know who it was in the top three. I can tell you who it wasn't, which was Andrew Brusso. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Chris Schroeder won it. Milton Duran finished second and Andrew Brusso finished third on the racetrack. Andrew posted later last night or first thing this morning that he actually got second after post-race tech. Don't know who got TQ'd. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was cool. They Shout had, out to Andrew for dragging that thing all the way yeah, down like, there. And he said in his post-race interview, he was like, yeah, hung over this morning. We decided just <laughs> to load it up and go. <laughs> yeah, he was. Go He's ahead. a racer, dude. Uh, the other interesting thing for me was the Nelcar Legends Tour was there. Why was that interesting? 29 cars they started. God damn. <laughs> yesterday afternoon in the Legend Car Race. 29? 29 of them. That's a lot of fucking cars. That's a lot of Legend Cars. It was cool. It was a good race, too. Yeah. It was a good, good race. Montebito. Nick Montebito on it. It's a great name. It was. And then I'm not going to, obviously, some sort of relation because you don't hear that name. Uh, Brother, kid, don't know what it is, but Ben Montebito won the Bandolero race. Nice. So it was a good night for the Montebito family. Nice. Um, Again, so I, I watched the uh, Watkins Glen race. I mean, we can talk about the last last restart contact between teammates and all that Twitter happiness today. And NASCAR. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. it's the one. So I'm I'm the outlier here. I actually thoroughly enjoy watching road course racing on TV. It's disgusting. I thoroughly enjoy. It. I actually miss the days of like the Bush North and the Wheeling Tour going out to the Glen. So they used to run modifieds on the Glen. It's gross. TC was a man at it. It's gross. I can't get behind that. Um, I can get behind a lot of things, truck racing and road course racing. I can't. You're that's where I you're can't. wrong. Nah, that's where I'm right. Um, yeah. So why don't we take our last commercial break? It's going to be kind of an abbreviated episode, and then we'll uh, talk about what's coming up this weekend. Yee. We wanted to take a quick second and let you know about the Claremont Motorsports Karting Series. I personally cannot think of a better way to spend my Sunday than right here at Claremont Motorsports Park watching the future stars in New England racing. And a reminder, grandstand admission is always free. This is affordable family fun. To find their schedule and more about this amazing series, look them up on Facebook at Claremont Motorsports Karting Series. They race this Sunday. Carding series. The yeah. carding series is in action this coming Sunday. Um, I believe, obviously, one division should have a money race. We should be way quicker this Sunday than we were the last Sunday we were up yeah, there. You were there for like nine hours. Um, it's been posted up for about 24 hours now, 36 hours now, up on our Facebook page. We are selling laps with the carding series for. That's how we bought a lap. We bought, well, yeah. Well, I technically yeah, yeah. two. Yeah. I mean, I bought lap four and lap 13. So classic. Ah, uh, well, it's not like it's a 50 some odd lapper where I can buy 54 for you. So, I mean, Oh no, I just meant, yeah, 
four yeah 13 yeah. it's just classic yeah i got to it before martin family racing could so i mean it's probably a good move i'll bid him uh so it's 25 dollars a lap all literally all the money will go to the drivers there's nothing that's going to the karting series actually the karting series plans on putting more of their own money into it um not sure on what the payout will be yet brian and i are again i say brian and i like i have any fucking say in it but you got a sweet shirt on right i now. do have a sweet uh royal blue claremont karting series t-shirt brian, where's my t-shirt you have That's to you have to work it what i worked to get this shirt last weekend uh, all right well that's fair i mean i do have a black one that i purchased which we should i think he should sell them i think when do i get to be when do i get to be grand marshal i want to i want to do what tyler did you want to do the david debo you want to throw the green flag for the senior champ race when's that september 26th it's a sunday a, is that a sunday it's a sunday what time i can't tell you it'd be Take like off a, it's yeah. one o'clock i see <laughs> <laughs> Sundays are tough for your boy. There we go. Sundays are tough for your boy. Well, you, gotta be you, can't, you can't ask that question and be like, well, you know, the, well, look it up. Is are, the, are your fins playing at like it's fucking? It's not so much about the fins. It's kickoff is one o'clock, four o'clock, seven o'clock. Oh yeah, no, it's because practice don't start until noon, which oh, means okay. heat races don't roll off until one thirty, two o'clock. Features roll off at three, so at best you're looking at four o'clock. I'll be there in spirit. Uh, but yeah, so 25 laps for that. You can give more money if you want to donate to like the last place cart on the lead lap. You want to donate to the hard luck, whatever you want to do. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So we still have 20 laps left to sell. Um, trying to obviously do it before September 26, but can we do a lawnmower award? Call it the DJ. Award. You can, but I won't be there. So, well, oh, you're not uh, going to be there. I'll be there, but I won't be racing. Yeah, but you could give the award yeah. to the person that... To the one person that goes through the grass. Yeah, yeah, what? we'll call it the DJ award. <laughs> what happens if multiple do? Brian, let's make it happen. Let's figure Let's figure this out. Well, then we have to judge it, right? Where it's like a, it's like a, like one of those diving competitions. Whoever <laughs> does it... I give that a 7.8. Yeah. yeah. Whoever has the coolest one gets the money. Throw Brandy under the bus. Brandy would have won it the last time we were out for the Ooh. senior champ race. She went through the grass in the infield. That's and uh, No, listen, cool. so, that, so we have these little pins that go through the steering mechanism to yeah. hold the toe. She hit the grass so hard that the steering pin actually fell back down into its hole so she couldn't steer. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, we were over there yesterday uh, painting carts and getting everything ready because Jason went out and found one, and Brandy's got one, and she didn't like the maroon. Yeah, so it sounds we, like the whole 603 Metalworks team is going to have cards. Yeah, dude, huh? you know what the cool part is? is he, so he's, he's got his rat rod in there, right? In Which his, is sick. In his, in his garage. So yeah. he's like, no, that's for the wintertime. That's going to go up to the shop and just be housed up there. So he's got a two-bay garage with heat. So he's like, dude, screw working on that thing in your trailer. Bring it down to here, and you can put it together this winter right in my house, right in the garage with heat, tools, blah, blah, blah. Getting sold. Yeah. Yeah, that beats freezing your ass off in the hey, trailer. Hey, listen, I had a 20-pound propane cylinder with one of those little heaters on top of it. Yeah, I know. It worked. It's tough out here in these streets. It me. is. I mean, I trust me. I, I tried to get a garage, so we had a podcast <laughs> studio, and the bank wanted way too much money for it. Yeah. Uh, and then so at Claremont Motorsports Park this weekend, we have the Isma Supermods. Yeah, baby. You're going to be here? Uh yes okay it's scrimmage, football. It, scrimmage it, sad I won't be here it, now that football started I don't get here as early as I did normally but I'll be here 
Yep, $35 to get in the front gate for 13 and over, 65 and over is $25, 6 to 12 is $5, as always, 5 and under are free. If you hung on to your general admission ticket from last week, you get $5 hairs off at the front gate. It's worth it, too. Oh, absolutely. Super it's going to be it, dude, worth it. That show is fantastic. Yeah. Um, nothing coming up this weekend for Lee and the dog, your favorite, is down there. My favorite? Yeah. The Exit Realty Pro Truck Challenge is down there this Friday. I should have known you being a smartass. 55 laps, NHSDRA modified, street stocks, late model sportsman, mini stocks, and the young guns down there. Uh, $15 general admission, seniors $10, military $5. Oh, sorry, $10. And then 11 to 18 is 5 10 and under are free. Interesting. That it is. Um, again, don't know what's on the docket for Hudson because I'm going off of my race pass. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so your Oswego weekend that you're talking about with Weasel is Labor Day weekend, so they race on Jeez. Saturday, I believe it is, and Weasel can correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, yeah, because that and was a... Brian runs... Actually, no, Brian, Brian run on Saturday that weekend? Dude, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, he does. Because the tour's there that day. He runs in New York. As we go to New York that weekend, because you have a game that day, because yeah, it's your... Yeah, go. You can't go. It's my first, yeah. Also, just just got invited to a wedding that day. So I'm super excited about that. It's later in the day. Oh, Kickoff's at noon, so I'll be home by like four, I think. So Where's the game? Interlakes. How far away is Interlakes? It's like hour 45 on a bus. You ain't going home at four. You ain't going to be home well, at four o'clock. Take, I don't have to take the bus. Oh. Well, that's nice of you. Daddy drives. Yeah, that's nice of you. Don't run. I ain't no head coach, baby. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Come on now. Stick Coach Paul on there by himself. And drive. Coach Dufon. Yeah. Oh, coach geez. Paul. Coach Josh. I drive up by myself. Man. The life, it's huh? A tough, it's a tough yeah. life, but somebody's got to haul the gear. I'll be that guy. Haul <laughs> the gear? Yeah. Yeah. We got coolers and the headsets and all that stuff can't go on the bus oh dude we have 37 kids they're all going so perfect yeah it gets tight on there we got some you you see you, you see some, stevie you, you, you got see some, stevie on friday you got some ball players <laughs> stevie's a big boy you stevie got, takes a seat up by himself you got some ball players we do we do but, but uh yeah it should be good so we hope to see everybody out at the racetrack this friday night yeah yeah bring your kids We'd like to take a moment and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Turn 4 Podcast. Have a question, comment, or query? We would love to hear from you. Reach out to us today at our Facebook page, Turn 4 Podcast. And until next week, we'll see you at the racetrack.